when lockdown happened, they're like, okay, what are the tools that we have on our shelf? And like, let's just, let's just send people home and it's going to be fine, right? So uh, let's take Slack, let's take Zoom, let's take all of these different things. And like, like this is just going to work. And I think that's just uh, the wrong way of doing things. Welcome to Uptech Report. This is our Apply Tech series. Uptech Report is sponsored by TerraLeap. Learn how to leverage the power of video at TerraLeap.io. Today, I'm excited to be joined by my guest, Kenzo Fong, who's based in San Francisco, California. He's the CEO and co-founder at Rock. Welcome, Kenzo. Good to have you on. Hey, Alex. Uh, great to be on. Now, Rock is a productivity platform for distributed teams, and you guys are catering to small, mid-sized businesses, really the smaller teams inside larger organizations that want to be organized. But help me understand, Kenzo, what was the problem that you saw and have set out to solve? Um, yeah, that, that's a great question. I, I think there are like two two things that like um, I saw that I set out to solve. The first one is... Um, fragmentation of all these productivity tools, right? And it's like Slack, Trello, Asana, um, Monday.com, a bunch of different tools that like don't, do not like really work together as well as they should. Uh, the second thing is um, with a lot of people um, working in a distributed fashion, we're not in the office anymore. A lot of companies have made this mistake of um, using the same tools that like we used to use when everybody was in the same office, in the same time zone and all of those different things. And um, I think that that really impacts productivity. I think that really impacts quality of life and definitely impacts quality of work life. Now let's, let's go back then and, and hear the journey that you've been on that has gotten to this point. Okay. I got to solve this problem. Uh, let's, let's go back. You, you, have you always been in technology? Uh, I have always been in technology, um, and if I like go way back, I, I was doing a PhD, dropped out to do my first startup. Uh, that first uh, startup didn't end up working out for a bunch of different reasons, but I really liked building stuff. So on a whim, applied to Google. This is back in 2005, 2006. Uh, ended up working at Google for, for nine years. Uh, spent a lot of time there um, leading like globally distributed teams. Um, after Google, uh, I went to Uber, where um, I also like managed a bunch of globally distributed teams, and that's where I really started to realize that like fragmentation of all these different productivity platforms actually does not like help with what most of these tools set out to solve. Which how do we how do we make it easier to get work done? Right, and I think that fragmentation was one of the biggest problems we set out to solve um, when uh, when when I started Rock. So you're 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 at Google for for eight eight years, and then again at Uber for three years before being able to getting closer to launching this. Was it was it always in the back of your mind that you wanted to solve this? Were you like writing pieces of paper, or was it just there? And then one day you're like, all right, time to to break out on my own. And then you look back. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like one of these things, right? Where it's like kind of difficult to say, like where did where where did this start, right? And I always had this. Um, this thing where like at Google, like productivity or like different tools that you use like, kind of work okay, right? But then you're also um, at the company that does everything from Gmail to Google Calendar to Docs and Spreadsheets. And like everybody uses that. Everybody uses like Google Meet. And there's this like nice bubble of things that like kind of work together. But then as soon as you start working with other companies outside of Google, that's when that model breaks down. 
um, at Uber, I had the same thing where um, I was, I was um, at HQ working with a bunch of um, regional teams. And I would ask people, like, what's going on with, like, the business in your city, right? As somebody would ping me a link to an Asana board. If I then would ask somebody else, they would ping me a link to a Trello board. And, like, at the end of the day, right, it's all project management. And, they're, um, and like, not, nothing, like, really works together. And, like, that was, like, my main frustration um, that, uh, that, that led me to founding Rock. Gotcha. For launching Rock, I mean... The productivity space is there's a lot of options. So how did you pitch it? How did how did you get kind of the the concept out there and investors involved and stuff? Yeah. Um, so let's see. So we started like actually building product at the end of 2019. So this is pre-pandemic, pre-COVID, pre pretty much everybody working from home, and like it it really started with solving that fragmentation problem, right? It's um, I still think it's silly that like any team can pick all these different tools and these tools actually don't work together. So what you then end up doing is, hey, ping me the link to that like document or ping me the link to that like task or like whatever it is. And um, so, so that's what we set out to solve. And um, we were bootstrapping things for the first couple of months. Um, and we're basically like building the team, growing the company. Um, in addition to like um, setting out to solve this problem, um, I always wanted to build a distributed team, right? And like the thinking behind it is I'm not from the US. I was born and raised in this tiny country in South America called Suriname. Um, so there is, so I know that there is a lot of talent outside, let's say, the tech hubs of San Francisco, New York, Austin, like London. Um, so, um, so we started building product in 2019. We also started building a distributed company in 2019. And um, we were using Rob to actually manage all of this. Um, and then the pandemic happened. And then like suddenly we realized that this tool that we were using to build our distributed company that was solving all these productivity issues um, was also doing a really good job of solving pretty much everybody else's problem of like moving towards more like remote work, like distributed, like working start. And this this progress, like you you saw the problem before became a real global problem for everyone, and now everyone's needing it and wanting it. Uh, your particular niche, as far as like there's there are enterprise level companies, and then there there's a single individual trying to start a company. Where do you see this product fitting in? Yeah, like um, in our case, I think it's it's really about right. So if I look at at the productivity space. Right. I think on one side of the spectrum, and if I if I just to simplify things, but right? if I just lay, take a look at messaging, right? Because at its core, Rock combines messaging with tasks and nodes and files. Um, but if I just look at, at this environment and I just focus on the messaging um, aspect of the product, right? So on one side of the spectrum, you have let's say uh, Slack, and it's like very enterprise SaaS, and you pay. Uh, per user per month, and like it actually quickly adds up if you have like a, a um, like a, a pretty sizable team. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have tools like WhatsApp and iMessage, which a lot of businesses use as well um, because it's like super easy, it's free, you don't need to pay for it. Um, so in our case, like uh, our sweet spot is probably in between those, right? Where we are making this tool that's super accessible, uh, super simple to use. Um, you can send as many messages as you want. And it, it is really like 
democratization of a productivity tool that I think um, um, is like sorely needed, right? Like if you are a smaller business, um, I don't think you actually want to pay Slack seven or eight bucks per month, Asana like 10 bucks per month and like all these different tools. So then like to actually run your business, you probably end up paying something like 50 to $60 per employee per month. Uh, and that quickly adds up if you're a small business. But um, it's even more important in more emerging countries where like $50 per employee just to get like work done per month is actually a lot of money, right? So, uh, so that's what we really focused on. We really focused on that like sweet spot in between like purely enterprise SaaS and consumer. And it's more like prosumer, right? It's, I think, very similar to what like Notion and like some of these other tools are doing, which is super accessible, super simple to use. Anyone can use it. It's interesting intersection of two things. One being combining multiple services into one. So you don't have to pay multiple, uh, this, this platform, this platform, this platform, this platform, but also your, your target market of, of somewhat of an unmet need is everyone wants to serve just enterprise customers. And those are the larger, but in, in bringing it to, to the, to the masses and your, your, your background, your history from um, Suriname and, and South America is, accessible in all countries it's kind of raising the bar at availability is this like your your passion is, is, that, is that what's like driving you is is to bring it available to more people I, I think that's a good question i haven't really like thought about it that much but i do i've always been excited about like working on these products like when i was at google i was part of the early team for google maps where you ended up launching maps everywhere from finland to sub-saharan africa and i thought that was like amazingly like cool, but also like super like empowering for anyone who did not have access to like maps or like digital maps like before, right? And um, same thing with when I worked on Android, which is literally like giving everybody the ability to put a super a supercomputer in their pocket and don't, without having to pay the Apple tax, right? And I think, um, I think to a certain degree, you're probably right, where like that is kind of one of these driving factors where I think it's unfair that um, not everybody has access to some of these productivity tools that most other countries or more developed countries and more developed, like more uh, affluent like companies have access to, right? Like, why wouldn't you be able to have some of the benefits of like real-time messaging, project management, like all of this stuff um, uh, in, um, if, if you're in a situation where you don't actually want to pay for that, right? So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it does get me like excited about like, wouldn't it be cool if I, if like um, Rock can enable um, this um, this productivity way for companies and people that uh, couldn't afford it before? I just googled uh, Suriname, so it's like right next to Guyana, north of Brazil. You also you said you actually have some of your team members are there right now as well. Um, not necessarily team members. Um, we do have people in uh, ten different countries, seven different time zones. Um, and uh, we have people in pretty much every continent, I think, except for Antarctica. And yeah, uh, that's basically it. So um, yeah, so we are like very like geographically distributed as it is. Well, when you look at the tools themselves, and this is kind of a conversation around your tool, but also the ecosystem of being remote and working productive. What what do you see as is the what are people doing wrong? <laughs> like, what, what, what is it? What, what needs to be changed? Because yep. now everyone's forced to being remote and, and maybe they're bringing things that they were doing it 
the four. What comes to your mind? Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's a great follow-up question to your earlier question. And I, I think it, it, it really comes down to like, one, like we're really focused on that sweet spot between like purely enterprise SaaS and like more mass market. And it's, it's, it's probably best defined as prosumer. Um, and it is really about like simplification, right? Like this tool that does messaging plus tasks and all some of those things. Um, in addition to this, right? I think the way we work has changed substantially in the last few years, right? And like we were doing that before, uh, before like uh, pandemic, but uh, I do think a lot of companies have made this like almost like a cardinal like mistake, which is when lockdown happened, they're like, okay, what are the tools that we have on our shelf? And like, let's just, let's just send people home and it's going to be fine, right? So uh, let's take Slack, let's take Zoom, let's take like, all of these different things. And like, like this is just going to work. And I think that's just uh, the wrong way of doing things, right? Because um um, I think there is something like really nice about being able to work from home, but you can only do it if you move away from real time all the time in the same way that like when you're in an office, right? Like I could walk up to your, up, up to your desk and say, Hey, Alex, Hey, like what's going on? Like, what are you working on? Right. And like, like that works in the office because you know, everybody is roughly there between like eight and five or eight and six or like whatever it is. And like, you can do that, but like when everybody's working from home, right? Like the beauty of working from home is you have a lot more flexibility. One, you don't need to commute. Two, you can actually do these things that like you couldn't do in between. Like maybe I should walk the dog. Maybe I should um, have breakfast with my kids or lunch with my kids or like whatever it is. But um, because most companies stuck to that like model that like use exists when everybody's in the office. Like um, I think a lot of people ended up in. Uh, way longer work hours than before because there was no like natural like boundary between like work and home. Um, people ended up in way too many meetings, right? Like, um, and I think that's still the case. Like Zoom, like usage went through the roof um, throughout the pandemic. And it's because every single, um, every single like interaction was like, basically replaced by let's do a Zoom meeting or um, the like knocking like Slack notification sound, which is, hey, Alex, like, what are you doing, right? Like, and all of that stuff, I think is super disruptive. Um, so one of the things we're also trying to do with Rock is we're really trying to make it easier for people to switch to a more asynchronous first way of working, right? So asynchronous by default. So instead of sending a like chat message, which is kind of disruptive, or instead of like setting up Zoom meeting, which is kind of disruptive, um, we're really trying to move most collaboration into um, an asynchronous mode, right? So instead of doing like a meeting or like a, a like an instant message, right? Maybe you should create a task, and the task has all the details around like what the actual thing is that like that needs to happen, and then you add a comment to it, and then um, you assign it to somebody, and like when they see it, when they wake up in the morning. They just see all the tasks with all the comments and it's like super structured, super organized. So they can get to it in their own time, right? And like work becomes more like a relay race where it's like you work on something, you hand it off and then somebody picks it up when they pick it up and then you move on to other things. And like as a result, um, by doing that, you have way less meetings, you have way less disruptions. You can have a lot of flexibility around like how you plan your day. Plus you get a lot more like deep work time, right? Like actual focus time to get work done as opposed to uh, going from meeting to meeting to meeting. And then like at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I've been in like 20 or 30 meetings. I still have like three hours of work and then you end up working to nine, right? Which is not like great from a 
uh, work-life uh, quality perspective. Work should be a relay race. Remote work should be like a relay race. I, I find that an intriguing yeah. statement. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This, in our previous, in our prep conversation, you also mentioned of challenging people by not showing availability in your, whether you're on or not. Can, can you speak yeah. to that and why? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know, right? Like in some cases, uh, we're very opinionated in like how, um, like how we like build product, right? And like, um, and th this goes back to, um, I think there are like, I think you have like different generations of tools, right? And if I just look at productivity tools, if I go back to the ADs, you have like Lotus or like whatever it was, then you have like Office and Excel and Word. And then you, after that, you have like Google Docs and spreadsheets and Trello and Asana. And then you have this like newer generation of productivity tools, which are more like Notion, Figma, Rock, right? And it's like a different way of thinking about like how work actually happens. Um, one of the things that most communication platforms like Slack or, um, uh, like Telegram or like any of these like tools do, um, they um, they tend to prioritize engagement over focus, right? And um, so, for instance, right? So in Rock, like we have two features that like people still ask for, and like we always explain it like uh, why we actually don't have them. Like the two features are an online status indicator and a red mark on like a message, right? So an online status indicator is like one of these things where I don't think it really works in a distributed environment or like in a work environment, right? So like the online status indicator is um, Alex is green. So he's like online and he's actually on rock or on like whatever, right? So we don't have that because I do think it adds a lot of pressure um, to an employee to actually like be present, right? So, and like my example for this is um, you might want to check your messages at like 10 p.m. at night, and that's totally up to you, right? Like if you want to check your messages on Rock or your like um, your tasks or notes on Rock, like at 10 p.m., like totally up to you to decide that you want to do that. But as soon as you then have status indicator that says Alex is green, the rest of your team sees that you're green because they are working in a different time zone. It might actually be morning for them. They are more likely to ping you um, and say, "Hey, Alex, you're online." Like. Can we discuss like a certain thing or like whatever it is, right? So, um, so that's the reason why I think online status indicators are not great unless you come up with a better way of doing that. And it's very similar for that, like red mark and message, right? Like when you send a message, some apps say, hey, um, Alex read this message, right? And it's also like a way of saying, hey, like you were actually, um, you, were, you actually like were online, you check that message. And as soon as you see that like red mark on the message, like, um, you will feel the pressure or like you will know that like everybody else has seen that you've seen that message. So you will feel the pressure that you actually need to reply to that, right? So we're, we're trying to take away a lot of that like anxiety out of like how work happens and like work should stay at work to a certain degree, right? And um, yeah, um, and I think that like should help with that um, like work-life work balance or at least that's a hope. Work-life balance has been a huge conversation piece when it comes to now remote work and definitely this uh, distributed workforce where it's across the globe. When you first shared it with me, I didn't like it. <laughs> when you said the concept of both, both of them, but particularly the red status, because I'm like, yep. I want to know, like, did you get my, my thing? Yep. 
But it's interesting point if someone's in a different time zone, you don't want them, if they can check it when they want, but they shouldn't necessarily feel pressured to, to be working or replying in their off hours at their time, wherever they are. It's just, it's a very different way to think about work, which you're almost trying to push against the the status norm or the the, the mentality of work, which is interesting and potentially challenging as a SaaS company. Yeah. Um... For sure. And I, I think, like I said, like we are opinionated about like a, a, a bunch of these things and um, we do try to offer alternatives, right? So, and it goes back to that, like asynchronous by default, right? Like if you just think about like work is really rich, right? So instead of having that red mark on a message or instead of having an online status indicator, right? Like you can create a task in a task, you can mark your status that says, hey, um, Kenzo is working on like this task and like everybody knows that you're working on that, right? So, um, so there are ways that like we we try to replace that, right? Um, Doing it uh, a different and, way that doesn't hamper that re- remote mentality or or, or work life balance. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. For you, what are you most excited about? Like, if you're looking ahead at your roadmap and what you guys are building and working on, because it's still it's only you said launched it. Um, Early, early last year, right? Uh, earlier this year, we launched. We officially launched in um, in February. Yep. Okay, so you launched February. Still new. You getting people on. What What are you most excited? About? What's on the roadmap that you can share? Um, that's a good question. I, I think there are um, like two different like focus areas for us, right? And it's really like building out that um, like the different ways that you can both like. Um, asynchronously like communicate and collaborate and like um, do it in real time as well right so um, in our case um, when you open up rock you create a space and like you can send a message which is very similar to slack or telegram or any of these other apps but um, we also offer you the ability to like instead of sending a message all the time you can also create a task you can create a note you can like reference a file you can add a comment and like those types of things um, but we also have, um, but we also have like a bunch of integrations with tools like Zoom and Google Meet. So if you really want to do that video call, you can do that, right? So it is really about um, making it easier for anyone to pick and choose like how they want to communicate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we think asynchronous should be by your mode of communication should be asynchronous by default, but. We're also not doing this thing where like, and this is like a, a, like a mental overload thing, right? Which is, okay, I need to get in touch with Alex. Should I do this over email, SMS, Slack, Trello, or like whatever, right? Like, I don't think that works. I think what you want to do is there's one platform, one front end for like how you, how your team gets work done. You just show up in rock and then it's up to you to say, okay, I have this thing and like, is it something that like they, someone like needs to follow up on later or like something that we can discuss later? So it should be a task or it should be a topic or like something like that, or is it more urgent? So should it be an instant message or is it actually something that like requires like a face-to-face conversation like this and, um, and like requires like a Zoom call or a Google Meet call, right? Because um, yeah, so we're really focused on building out like all these different modes of communication, like making it easier um, uh, make it these making it easier for people to get work done. This uh, 
this concept of 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 how you you work it's like you realize people need to be to do it in in different ways but you've been building this product with your own product that's always a good uh eating your own dog food a good recipe for that but your concept of of consolidation of, of many things into into one app one solution is saying you don't need to go into different places for those that have been listening to this series you'll you'll probably recognize with me i feel like this is a a reoccurring theme in many new SaaS applications is the future is how do we consolidate, not have a singular app for this and then another app for this and another app for this. And so you're, you're definitely on this, this trend of consolidation of, of, of software consolidation that it needs to just do more for you. Uh, you said you're, you're co-founder. How many other uh, co-founders do you have? Um, I have one more co-founder. And, and where, where did you guys meet? I'm curious, also coming back to your story a little bit, because it's fascinating to hear yep. how you get to this point. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I think it's um, like we met through um, like the ex-Google network where we knew a bunch of people. Like we were both at Google. Um, we were both at Google. And then um, we, not, we knew a bunch of people um, from our like, time there. And that's how we basically ended up connecting. And then you both saw the vision for it, and and like let's let's do this. And boots, and, and you're still bootstrapped today. Um, no, we're not. So um, so we were bootstrapping initially, um, and like building product, hiring hiring the team, and doing all of those things. Um, and then the pandemic happened, and we're like, we should probably like de-risk things a bit. Um, and uh, we ended up raising, um, raising like an initial round that like basically funded us up till like well up till where we are now. That's it's exciting. You 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 have the team. You get people involved and, and, and start to see the this this vision forward. Um, if you were to give a tip though, of because when you're in the space of remote work yeah. and, and, and distributed work, and if you're going to give a tip to someone, not not on tools, just uh how to do the work <laughs> any other, other tips that come to your mind that you would recommend to people um I, I think in most cases right like um a tool is is just like literally a tool right i think it is um in addition to like picking what you want to use it's also like from a company building perspective like what um, what do you think the culture should be what do you think um the processes should be and um then you can um, uh, then you can pick um, like how you actually want to get that done, right? So I think that's that's super important to realize where um, every tool can be used in the right way or in the wrong way. Um, so in addition to um, building a distributed company and like using our product ourselves and dog fooding it and all of those different things, right? It, it also really comes down to um, we should like a, a bunch of basic principles that we have, which are all about. Um, uh, we should keep meetings to a minimum, and like if we do a meeting, it should not be a status update meeting where everybody just goes through, um, like you go through the room and you're like, um, Ken, so what did you work on today? And then like I get my status, like all of those meetings, I think are pretty useless. Um, I think um, um, like for like these types of meetings, it really comes down to um, like realize that like face to face time is the most important time that you have, especially in a company like ours where you have. People spread across like ten different countries, seven different time zones. Um, you guys ever come together on on a, at one time ever? And when when do you do that? Um, we have uh, we have one weekly meeting, uh, which uh, we try to like shorten every time we meet. Where um, 
where we moved away from like all the like status update meetings, which were like um, not that useful. Um, uh, and we primarily use that time now to discuss things in more detail, right? So we look at the roadmap, we look at like things that we want to build, and then we have a good discussion around like what should the user experience be, like how would we actually implement it? And I think those discussions are are like super crucial, um, and like we try to do those. Um, but like strategy, most of, strategy and brainstorming time. That's that's yeah. the I've right. Like we're all like humans, and like you still need that time. And like there's a lot of like context that you lose if you just send a message or just add a comment or just create a task. Um, so it, it really comes down to that, right? Like how do you how do you want to build your company? Like what's the culture that you want to have in place? Um, uh, how much trust do you put in people where like to be able to run a distributed company, right? Like the way we do it, 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 it is really about, um, I will trust you that you will do your work. And like, it's up to you to decide when you want to do that work, right? Like some people like working from eight to five. Some people actually like working from five to eight or like whatever it is. And they're like night owls and like whatever. And um, I think in a traditional company, most people are forced into that mold of, Hey, why are you not in the office? It's like 9 a.m. Or like, why are you not online? Because it's like 1 p.m. or whatever it is. In our case, uh, we just put a lot of trust in people where we say, hey, like this is this is the work that everybody committed to. And it's up to you to get it done. Like it doesn't really matter like when you get that done. Right. So um trust is super important. And and then also expectations around um around like um like I would say like some companies have this thing, which is all about like optimizing for like being present and online and like online, like presenteeism, uh, pre yeah, presenteeism versus like actual productivity, right? And um, yeah, so a bunch of different things where like, I think for building a company, it really is, how do you want to build your company? What's your culture? What are the processes that you have in place? And then like, what are the tools that you use to actually like enable that? Just, just for fun of, because uh, I feel like you take uh, the the concept of remote work to the extreme. There, uh, your your how long have you been in, in, in your home is remote, right? On on wheels. <laughs> my my office is remote. My office is remote, um, nice. and it's um, I don't know, right? Like for those I, listening, I think, by the way, I, I, we're, we're, just describe where you're coming from right now. Um, yeah, that, that's a good point. Uh, I'm working from a fan, which is parked in Golden Gate Park. Um, so, uh, and this is, uh, this is, let's say my mobile HQ, right? So I tend to work from different places uh, throughout the week. Um, I'm in San Francisco primarily, but over the summer, uh, we were basically like, um, my family and I were like driving around and did most of the, like, uh, uh, West coast. Um, and, um, I, I think one uh, I'm a firm believer in like dog fooding your own product and like um, it's our mission to enable anyone to work from anywhere, right? So the best way to do that is to actually like do it yourself and then you figure out like what are the, what are the problems that you then encounter, right? So um, yeah, so I've been, uh, so I've been running the company from my like fans for the last like, year and a half ever since, uh, ever since I got the fan. Um, so um that's cool i think a lot of people actually i've i thought about a, a remote work just traveling different places and and you, you're just able to just pick up and go and uh, continue working wherever you are 
Yeah, so so that's the thing, right? And it goes back to that like, point I was making around like there are so many benefits of not being in the office uh, and not being in meetings all the time, right? Like I don't think I could do what I'm doing now where I'm actually working from a car if I was in meetings all the time because then you need to have like amazing internet, like like connectivity needs to be like always there. Um, but because I don't do as many like video meetings, like I and I work more asynchronously, I can do these these things where I just um, get work done like um, wherever I am, um, and it's the same thing with uh, with uh, with a lot of people in the in the rest of the team, right? Where to my point, um, we have folks in London, we have folks in um, uh, in, um, in 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 Rio, we have folks in like a bunch of different places, and it's um, literally enabling anyone to work from anywhere. Like we're using our own product to actually do it, which um, yeah, is great from a product development perspective. You uh, speaking of just productivity time, how do, how do you prioritize your own time? And where, as a leader of of the company, how do you plan out your day? What's a typical day look like? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so let's see. Um, um, if I look at the typical day, uh, I do like some meetings, um, which are mostly one on ones, right? And um, I don't do ton of them so it's probably like one or two hours here and there and it's mostly like catching up with folks on the team and like having that like conversation that you can't have if everything is asynchronous um then the remainder of the day i basically spent on um in typical startup fashion right you're, you're like wearing multiple hats you're doing like a bunch of different things at the same time so you, then you just uh, prioritize based on like uh, important and urgent um and you try to get as much of that done as possible Right, so it's um, everything from like product to go to market to finance, the legal, like a bunch of like different things all at the same time. Are you a, a night owl or a, a morning person? Uh, I am more of a morning person, and it's uh, something that has changed over time. Where I used to be very much a night owl, but um, I'm I'm more of a morning person now. So wake up like relatively early, do a bunch of things, and then uh, yeah, that's uh, that's when the workday starts. Married kids, family-wise? Yes. Um, married, three kids. Um, they are three, seven, and nine. So they're like wow. um, running around, super busy, super loud. You, speaking of work-life balance, um, was, your, was, your, was your wife like, yes, go do a startup, make <laughs> it happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think we ever had like that specific conversation, but she's always been like super supportive. Right? And it's... Um, uh, it's it's mostly like right, I don't know. I think it's one of these things where um, I think if um, uh, if I get excited about things, right? Like, and I think that's like probably some of the best life advice I've ever gotten. Right? Like, if you get excited about things, if you get passionate about something, and that like boundary between like work and like life kind of like disappears because you're so passionate about like doing something, right? I think. That's uh, that's one of the best things that can happen, and I, I think she sees that. She like encourages that, which uh, which has been amazing. I wonder where the future of truly uh, of work life inter- intermix for not just startup founders, but for all employees and team members is is just this mix and match, and wherever you are, work, and whenever you work, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know, right? I think there are so many benefits of like being able to work, um, work from home or work from anywhere. Right? And just go, going back to like family life, right? I think uh, with our youngest, I've been like 
way more present and way more available than I was before, even though I'm probably busier, which is like kind of strange, right? But like when I was at Google or Uber, right, like I needed to be in the office, I needed to commute to the office, I needed to be there like for a large chunk of the day. So as a result, I missed um, breakfast in the morning or like when the kids came home from school or like all these different things. Um, but now I'm actually like at home or I can be at home or I can be at soccer practice if I really want to. Um, and um, realistically, I, I, I have like uh, a ton of other things that I do because early stage startup. But I think um, but it goes, also goes back to that like work-life balance. And like if, if you don't need to be in meetings all the time you get, and you don't need to commute, you get like so much time back to do all these other things that are like equally as important. Kendall, thank you for sharing a little bit of your journey, what you are building at, at Rock. For those that want to learn more and maybe try it out yourself, you can go to rock.so. That's rock.so. They will sign up. You have a free plan, so it's not very, very easy to, to explore. Thanks again, Kendall. This is, this is wonderful. Yep. Um, thanks. Uh, thanks as well, Alex. Uh, great uh, talking to you. And we'll see you all on the next episode of Uptech Report. Have you seen a company using AI, machine learning, or other technology to transform the way we live, work, and do business? Go to uptechreport.com and let us know.